Hi, and welcome to Living and Loving Each Day. I'm so happy that you joined us today. My name is Sue Jansen. I'm just uh, delighted to be here with a beautiful guest that I've had on before. So I'm excited. I always like bringing people back because we can kind of carry on our conversation. So today we have the privilege of welcoming a truly remarkable individual, and her name is Patricia Muir. And Patricia is not just an expert in her field. She is also a trailblazer and a visionary who brings together a unique blend of quality and professional coaching principles with the profound insights of emotional intelligence. We'll get into that a little bit maybe today. So Patricia is a champion of personal and professional excellence, and she fosters growth for women, business owners, and executives. And she is she has a unique approach that combines consulting and coaching and business best practices for women. And she'll have to tell us what micro entrepreneurs are. She founded Maestro Quality over three decades ago, and like an orchestra's maestro, she harmonizes business standards best practices and emotional intelligence to support business growth without the burnout. So hear me when I say that. So following her experience with cancer a few years ago, she launched the Thrive Program dedicated to helping women to return to work and excel in their lives and their profession after cancer. So Patricia is also developed and launched the Executive Encore for Women, approaching the crossroads of moving into their 60s, 70s and beyond, just seeking fulfillment in life, work and their best life. Today, we're focusing in on no matter what your age and stage in life, we're focusing in on self-trust versus self-confidence. So Patricia's going to just dive right into that for us. And we want to hear all her wisdom. So welcome, welcome, Patricia. You're so nice to have you back. So great to see you. Thank you, Susan. It's always great when we have a chat. We always it is. We got to do one. <laughs> We don't want to tell people how much fun we have prior. We just, you know, <laughs> just dive into the show and be professional right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's what's great about working with you, professional all the way. <laughs> That's, we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. We, you know, we we're take our, this very seriously, but we do like to have fun too, a little yes, bit, a little do. bit little bit so i'm going to put the camera and focus on you right now so patricia just share a little bit about you as well that i maybe i didn't share and then we're going to dive right into that self-trust and self-confidence mm -hmm. i we want to know the difference and what you found because i know that you're you're an expert in that area mm -hmm. well thank you susan uh, it's interesting the words that we use often um evolve as uh, we live longer lives which is a good thing because we start to be a little more discerning about what words we use to either motivate ourselves or to inspire ourselves or even how we show up in the world, right? So this is what I've been looking at for the last 30 years is, um, you know, uh, I love words and I love writing and the work that I do gives me the chance to research and really understand some of those words, especially the ones that come up in myths. The one mm. that, a myth. I'll make sure I explain that a little better. M Y T H. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because these myths have had a profound effect on women through their different stages of life. Um, and as we grow older, although I don't like using that word older, but as we do um, evolve, our life evolves and gives us more experiences that we can take to take a look at what's next in our life, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially, I work with women such as yourself that have 
had amazing careers, like maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, or multiple careers. And through those careers, they have developed a lot of not just knowledge, but a lot of wisdom. Wisdom. And I think it's time that we valued that wisdom, not necessarily get validation from outside for it, but for us ourselves to actually value what we have accumulated over the last 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. And we're not ready to let go of that. We've invested a lot of time. So uh, that's that's my life right now, is ensuring that uh, women, as they live longer, appreciate that they don't have to uh, just give in to that, um, you know, when someone asks them, are you ready to retire yet? Like, I get that all the time. And I said, like, what is that for me? It's certainly not what it was for my parents. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly not what I want for myself. So I stay away from the word retirement. There, There's where I'm very discerning about what words I use. I stay away from aging and old age and things like that because all that kind of language just I notice I notice with people when they use that kind of language they internalize the fact Mm. that they're not able to do what they were able to do in the past which is Mm -hmm. unreasonable to think that you could anyway (laughs) when you're 20 you couldn't do what you did when you were six so why you don't we don't want to anymore we're we're wiser than that I, I think I'd still love to um, skip double Dutch, but I'm not going to do that. That's so cool. I tried it a little a couple of years ago, and it was a little jarring. But um, you know, yeah. So my life is about looking at language, and especially the language that women use uh, to inspire themselves, rather mm-hmm. than um, giving themselves more hard knocks that they have to try to uh, get over right Mm -hmm. and also to help them with the responses that they need to make sometimes when people are putting them in a stereotype yeah and saying basically when when are you going to retire and when that was first asked to me about i think that was probably about 15 years ago now by someone that i worked with when i was in my 30s he had retired he was yeah. he was wall, walking the mall with other people, and I was dressed for business. And he said, "Aren't you retired yet?" And I thought to myself, "Why would I take someone else's validation of what they think I should be doing right now?" And mm-hmm. that's when I created Executive Encore because I want to give women a voice mm-hmm. and to validate their choice because. Awesome women can have their own choice they they still look at all the choices but they need to be the final decision maker for in business if you own your own business you have to be the final decision maker but you do have input from other people but um yeah that's- and, you can't, and you can't wait for people to act, actually act i'm in social settings they don't actually say to you you know, oh, what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's your job? Like, where do you work? Or yeah. they, it's like they don't even ask you a question. It's like to help so so that you can share all the great things you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it for yourself is what I'm finding. Yeah. So this is a great platform for that, right? Mm-hmm. And the more um, people, more shows that we have that actually bring out that voice of uh, women, uh, of uh, um, you know, women who have had these multiple careers and are not ready to sort of sit on the porch on a rocking chair, right? 
Well, whatever retirement means, I guess we all have that that concept in our brain as we were little, and especially the 50s and the 60s. I mean, it just meant like a rocking chair and this That's dog right. on the porch and you're just, you know, and then you can't hear and you can't, you know, like a lot of really negative connotations. Oh, yeah. So we have to we have to reinvent that for people and for our own selves. But I do I do get the feeling sometimes like I wish somebody would, you know, even our kids would say, hey, what's you what are you up to? I mean, you're amazing. Like, what have you been doing lately? So I can just brag about myself and say, these are all the things I'm doing. And it's so great. But no, they don't even ask you anymore. It's as if, oh, yeah, well, you're you're old, I guess. You don't do anything all day. I don't know what they're thinking. But you know what? They're going to be, those 30, 40-somethings are going to be there someday. And they're going to feel, I'm hoping that they're going to feel bad about not paying attention to how active and, and valuable we are at this stage. Mm -hmm. I, I, I truly believe that. And how we view uh, life around us and the world around us as well. Like I find that our language changes as well. We find more things that are awesome. Like going for a walk is mm -hmm. an awesome walk. Uh, <laughs> I went for a walk on a beach with my father-in-law a couple of weeks ago. And the two of us just said, wow, this is beautiful. Like this is, <laughs> we said, this is awesome, right? But it's, it and I use the word magic because I get that from my dad. I remember him saying, you know, life's magic. Mm -hmm. So it's a much better uh, way of looking at things. Like I know you talk about uh, being happy, but uh, what makes you happy is actually acknowledging that there's magic in the world and there's mm -hmm. awe in the world. And taking advantage of those times rather than thinking, oh, I can't do this because I can't walk up that hill or it's just, it's defeating really. And uh, I do notice, I, I worked with um, executives and CEOs in particular at big corporations for several years in helping to prepare for what was next after their corporate life. And we uh. did call it retirement. What's next in retirement? Many of them said like, I am not even thinking about that because I've got this status of, you know, I'm a CEO and I have people who depend on me and things like that. And they said, I have no intention of retiring in a traditional way. Mm -hmm. Do you think that women and men have a different attitude towards that, that word, even it because their mm -hmm. their self concept is I, I find men when they do actually re retire like when they're not working where they were working that their con self concept and we're talking about self trust and self as confidence today but but their self concept of themselves changes and I think women because we do so many things and we're involved in so many things we still feel our value in other areas do you find that executive is that or might you might be changing now because there's so many more executive yeah. women. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's changed to our generation. Um, I still do meet um, many women who are executives who do not have any interests outside of work or any passions that their work is who they are. Oh. So that is something that's a bill of goods that we've been sold in our generation along with other myths. And it tells us that you're important if you've got this title. It's the same for men as well. Um, I find that even with couples, you know, sometimes, well, this would have been about 10 years ago, 
women were following their their husband's retirements whatever mm -hmm. you know i had some people say oh i didn't know that's what you had planned for us <laughs> <laughs> and i'd say oh for heaven's sakes like you know make your own plans too. like get together like spend some time together but also have plans to spend time away from one another because you know it, it's different i think for everyone but i think there are certain things that we grew up with like through our careers that are now putting us into that position of I, I do have some clients and I have some colleagues that are struggling at the moment. They don't want to uh, let go of their corporate um, position because they said, that's who I am. Yeah. That's really not who you self identity. Are. It's your identity. Like that's who it you is. see. And it's status as well, because you can imagine some of them, uh, you know, over the years have, um, you know, increase their status and their their worth comes from that, right? And so many of them now are worried about that worth actually being stripped away from them without their, not permission, but without their ability to, to make a difference because they are in a corporate setting and if the corporation doesn't want them anymore, then it's stripped away from them. I know I know many of them are just waiting for the package. And they yeah. said, then I'll decide. And I said, well, if you're being offered the package, the decision's not yours. They're, they're giving you this nice package to leave, but the decision's not yours. So you still need to have that feeling of self-worth because that's a loss when, when the corporation asks you to leave or tells you you're going to leave. That's a huge loss. You That's your huge. social structure, your daily structure, how you what you do during the day. Uh, so there's a lot of things that. Back to your question about is it different for men and women? I think women are sort of catching up with what men were were experiencing in the past. Yeah, and fortunately, we don't have this mandatory retirement age anymore in Canada. So yeah. Your corporation might make the decision, but that doesn't mean that you, your career ends. You find other ways of using all that knowledge and wisdom in another venture. If that's, mm -hmm. that's the trick is finding that really special, that little passion that you've always wanted to do things that you maybe put off all those years, you know, exactly. that, that you could take up. So tell us about the self-trust and self-confidence, you know, because I talk a lot about on this show about self-confidence on camera. So talking about executives and women entrepreneurs and coaches and maybe authors who just, they, that light comes on on the camera and they just kind of get that freezer flight or, or okay. uh, freezer flight state. So tell me the difference that you see between those two things. I'm so glad that you positioned it that way because I'm going to ask you, Okay. Why, why is it confidence? Like, why do we use the word confidence that a person needs more confidence or they need to build more confidence? Why are we using that word that actually is an evaluation by somebody else, whether we've got enough of something? Yeah. And everyone has a different meaning to what self-confidence means, too, because I know some people I talk to, they figure that if you're self-confident, it's something that you're trying to get gain or to get and then you just get it i mean you just are or you, you just are get it. 
you just get just it. it. But for me, confidence is the steps it takes, the baby steps. Every time you take another step forward, you get more and more confident in whatever you are doing. So if you are on stage or if you're in that networking marketing group and they give you three minutes to tell us, oh, who are you? What are you doing? And you're supposed to just... And like if you're on a Zoom meeting setup, like we're today, the light comes on and you say, okay, my name is so-and-so and this is where I'm from and this is what I do. And, and but I, you have to, it's like they train you how to do an elevator pitch so that you, every, everything's put out there. But you need to the confidence and the belief in yourself to say that. There you go. Belief in yourself. So I'm going to get right to the point. Good. It's not about self-confidence. There's lots of books written on self-confidence. And I don't know how many times I've heard in my career or I've heard it said to someone else, all you need is more self-confidence. So what is that saying? It's saying that you're lacking something. Right. Okay? And that's not true. Because mm -hmm. you know that to build a skill, you do need to work on it. So it's practice. not going to practice. Yeah. Practice. Always. Self-trust is at a higher level and think about this being a higher level of your whole spirit really say i trust that even if i try this again and it doesn't work right this time i trust myself to do it again and again and again until i can trust that i will always perform in a certain way mm -hmm. and it's at a higher level as well because in a way we're talking about skills confidence for skills but what about in life? Like some people say things never work out for me. Or the worst one is the imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome has got nothing to do with confidence. Mm -hmm. It's got to do with do you trust yourself? Mm -hmm. Do what you say you're going to do. To yeah, say what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when women say to me, like, I've got a, you know, a bit of imposter syndrome here. He said, well, let's take a look at who you want to be and where are you now? What's caused you to maybe have a dip in what you think is confidence? Mm -hmm. Really what it is, it's it's a dip in your self-trust. You don't believe trust. Yeah, I think the belief in yourself. I've, I've been in situations where people will just stick a mic in my mouth and start asking me questions. And I don't have a clue what I'm going to say. Like, I don't even, I honestly don't know like you know you have a, an idea what you're going to say sometimes you prepare in your mind your thoughts but i've had that situation where something happens to me and then i don't have and i my mouth opens and i just start stuff comes out it's like i have to go back to a replay if the if it was a tv show or whatever just to say what the heck did i even say but i do have that trust and that belief yeah i just but it is a trust in my own self yes. like i do know that like somebody says oh come on up and sing a song i'm like okay and I just know I can I can pull this. I can do this. That's it. You know you and, can pull it off. Even yeah. if even if something happens in the band where something goes wrong, you trust yourself to perform yeah. to your standards. And that's pretty much what it is as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's more about uh trusting in what you have done in the past and keep aligned with like take action to always build your self-trust. It's, it's like, um, it's like a bank account, right? The more mm -hmm. you deposit more investment that you put in there, more comfortable that you feel yeah. with your ability to do whatever, like, you know, for financial flexibility or whatever. So it's similar to that. Um, yeah. but it's also, you know, we've had, um, 
we've been affected by our social relationships, like our social relationships uh, reflect the strength of our connections, which mm -hmm. is very important as we live longer. And there's social, economical, um, ecological elements that position us in a broader um, context. So this is why I'm talking about self-trust rather than self-confidence. Self-confidence is just repeating something, repeating something, repeating something until I'm good at that skill. Mm -hmm. okay. but then what? Self-trust, yeah. I can convert that over to, I'm going to try something new now. And mm -hmm. I trust myself that if I put time and effort into this, I will be able to make some progress. Mm -hmm. I may not be able to be, uh, have a voice like Susan, like sing on stage like Susan, but I trust that whatever I do, I will enjoy it for one thing. I'll have some fun with it. And going back to what you were saying about having the mic put in front of you. Yeah, you very much trust yourself no matter what you're going to, even if you do, do say something that's not appropriate, you'll recover. You'll recover. It's not the end of the world, right? And so I think that, I think it's really important for us to cultivate self-trust and we can do that. Um, we can do that by setting a foundation for ourselves this is what my coaching is about. And of course, setting boundaries, because mm -hmm. we can't trust ourselves if we accept input from so many people and we waffle on it, right? That means we're not trusting our own judgment. That's the worst, yeah. And it's about planting seeds of affirmation, purposefulness, and self-awareness. Mm -hmm. So we can nurture, it's like, it's like a garden. We can nurture and shelter our self-trust protect protect it from harsh conditions harsh conditions are other people telling us that all you need is a little more confidence susan and you'll be able to do this well i don't yeah. that sort of thing out yeah <laughs> i don't listen to that anymore like who yeah. are they to say i'm not confident right <laughs> yeah it does give a negative connotation yeah. yeah and being comfortable like you said being that we're comfortable for me is coming up a lot lately and it's just honestly feeling comfortable like this is okay this is good and, and being in a space where this is nice i am comfortable it's like a cozy blanket i can deal with this this is something positive for me and i can make it make it work whatever it is and it's just Mm -hmm. uh, helping having that self-love too that's kind of a a sense of self um love where you know like you're loving yourself and and you're trusting that you can do whatever it is and just having that that comfortableness with your own self that's right? it's yeah that's yeah. a great point susan because there's another part of emotional intelligence like this is all about self-perception there's self-regard it's how you feel about yourself regardless of any flaws that you have regardless of anything that happens you still maintain a strong self-regard mm -hmm. and that self-regard can often be affected by uh you know um other things in our lives especially mm -hmm. input from other people that really don't deserve um, an opportunity to give that input like they haven't earned it from us That's so right. you know but it it is it's Actually, when you talk about the imposter syndrome, why do these women think they're imposters? It's because they've listened to all these stories about, well, that, you know, you're not as good as you are. Well, you're good. Or they say, well, you're good enough. I don't believe in this good enough. It's, yeah, I don't like that either. You are, yeah. you are good. In fact, you are great. And it's not a false sense of who you are, 
But if you, going back to what you're saying, if you don't love yourself, if you don't have high self-regard, then you're going to allow all these weeds to come into your life, into your garden that are just going to take over. They can take over. (laughs) They can kill you. (laughs) They could cause your end. (laughs) If you let it, you can let it. That's so true. So yeah. true. Oh, Patricia, this is so cool. You, We have to do this again. And we're going to do this, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be back next Monday, same time, same station. And we're going to be keep, I want to go a little bit deeper into this because this is something that I think we need to just, if we, and, and Patricia is a great person to tackle this with. So I really appreciate her. And, and I want to, Patricia, thank you for being here today. And I'm only just cutting us off now because we're at my, I just do like a, an 18 minute kind of a TEDx model. So that's the time that I have for today for us. But I know that this is, I am hoping if this is just kind of tweaking a few things with anybody out there and you have an idea and you want to know more, please in the comments, just type your question and we will, I promise we will find it. I will address it personally and privately, well, not privately on Facebook, but I'll personally address it with Patricia next Monday. So please, um, hey. you know, that's, that'll make this like our series. This is oh, our series yeah. self-love and we're just going to put it all out there and hope that people, we need you to communicate with us though. So we have something to say to you. So we want to make this a two-way street. And um, so please join us next Monday, bring your questions and type them in right this right after this show, if you like right away. And, uh, and I promise we'll, we'll bring those up and address those next week. Okay. So everybody and Patricia, especially, thank you. You're always a beautiful guest. I appreciate you so much. My pleasure. And we'll see you all next Monday. Be here. Okay, let's talk more about this. Let's even go deeper, okay? I'd love that. That's why I love doing this more than, you know, that's why we like, Patricia and I both agreed to do this like a series, like at least two in a row so that we can carry on this conversation and go a little bit deeper. So let's do that together. So please key in, tune in, go to um, Living and Loving Each Day or Patricia's website is is also there. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.